Welcome to the Tear Talk Podcast with author, coach, and speaker, Mashani Allen. Known as the Golden Scribe, Mashani has over two decades of writing experience, and her passion for the craft has given her the opportunity to impart wisdom, affirmation, hope, and confidence into many. Let's listen now as Mashani delves into topics that have impacted her on her Tear Talk journey and helped her discover the power of the pen. Welcome, 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 welcome. So glad that you joined us on today. I just wanted to welcome you to the Tear Talk podcast and I wanted to use today's podcast to encourage you, to encourage you. There's a four-letter word that I believe has so much power, and I know that it can be challenging, and I know that sometimes it can be draining, but also when done in a healthy way and in a powerful way, I believe it can really cause many people's lives to change in many people's lives to be better and that word is hope and i like i like to view hope as something healthy sometimes it can be viewed negatively but i believe that hope is a healthy thing and i think it's a needful thing as well as i was thinking about this podcast i remembered a quote that i had found some years ago that really encouraged me in a season of my life. And I wanted to make sure that I shared that quote with you all on today. And it's from King Tutankhamun. Sorry, I might have said his name wrong. But the quote says, when the world says give up, hope whispers, Try one more time. I just thought that was so beautiful, the way he says that hope whispers. And sometimes we can have certain desires and we can feel as though those desires are no longer or time has passed. But I love this statement that hope whispers. And to me, when hope whispers, that that to me says that that's a healthy hope. And I was out of town a few weeks ago and I saw something that was really, really actually shocking to me. It's something I never knew. And it really, it really got me to thinking. We went to an automobile museum that had over 200 vehicles and it had vehicles from the 1800s all the way up to present day. And it was just amazing to see the evolution of transportation. And that in itself shows a healthy hope. Someone kept hoping for something better and hoping for something more And they didn't just hope, they actually did something to cause that hope to become a reality. But the part that really had me shocked 
was at the end of the displays, I should say. Well, there were different rooms that we would go into and it had automobiles just everywhere. And you just walked around and were able to take pictures and just really see how far we have come. But one vehicle really was unexpected to me. And it just really, I was like, wow, I never knew. There was an electric car from 1914. Yeah, you heard right. 1914. And when I saw this vehicle, and I looked at what was said about this vehicle, all I could think about was, I've never heard of an electric car that was built in 1914. Like when I think of an electric car, I'm thinking that idea probably was in the possibly 70s, 80s, or 90s, but there is no way that I knew that there was an electric car that was built and functioning in 1914. Oh my gosh. And as I was looking at this vehicle, all I could keep thinking was someone kept hoping. Someone kept believing. Someone kept trying. And they've been doing that since 1914. Of course, the 1914 vehicle looks nothing like the electric vehicles we have today. But the thing is, the concept had been alive since then. And someone kept putting different things into motion to cause it to evolve and get better and better and better. So someone had a blueprint that others kept picking up and hoping and building and hoping and building and hoping and building. And I just thought that that was so powerful because that idea has been long standing. And sometimes when we're hoping, we can believe that too much time has gone by. We've tried too many times. It's time to give up. Why are we hoping again? And my question is, why does one try have to be the only try? Or 10 tries have to be the only try? I was reading something the other day and I thought it was interesting. I should have screenshotted it, but I didn't. But it was a statement about how we are, we're always doing things or having all these 40 and below this, 40 and below that. And he was like, I want to hear the story of someone who went to law school at 60. I want to hear the story of someone who accomplished something at 70. Can you imagine what the story will be like with all that life experience behind it? And we have just not normalized having hope after a certain age. And I think that that is absolutely ridiculous. Why we put an age on when we should hope for something. 
I don't think things should be lost or things shouldn't be desired because of an age. Why? Why is that? Now, y'all know me and uh, Webster, we really BFFs. And the definition for hope in Webster is to cherish a desire with anticipation to want something to happen or be true. With that definition alone, alone, that, that don't put no age. That doesn't discriminate by age. A cherish or a desire isn't based on an age. It shouldn't stop at an age. <laughs> it shouldn't be devalued after a certain age. <laughs> Another definition is to desire with the expectation of, of obtainment or fulfillment. Why is age a factor on whether or not people should have a healthy hope or should hope? For certain things, I just, some things are just really challenging my thought process right now. And I don't think it's fair. And I think that sadly we have limited so many people and society has put so many ridiculous boxes that are unnecessary in people's lives. And you have to really fight to break out of these boxes and to live the life that you want to live. And when you think about a healthy hope, sadly, you have to make sure you only nurture that hope with people who will keep that hope alive. Because some people, for so many reasons, will try and kill your hope will try and kill your desire, will try and kill your expectation. And I think that it takes a lot to keep hope <laughs> alive on the inside of you. It, it takes a lot to keep that, that, that desire burning. It takes a lot to keep that expectation aflame. But I want to encourage you that it's worth it. It is so worth it. Don't allow time to be a factor that makes you feel as though it's time to let it go or it's time to throw it away. I'm here to encourage you today to keep your hope alive. Keep your hope alive. It's funny, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I ended up posting yesterday because yesterday was Valentine's Day and I was actually pretty annoyed because I think that we feel as though because people aren't in something, that means they don't want it. And when it comes to being unmarried or single, a lot of times people feel as though that means the person doesn't want to be in a relationship and they can demean or devalue people who don't have what they have. And it takes a lot to continue to hope for love. It takes a lot to still desire love. And I think that we have to be mindful of the things that we say 
regarding people's hope. And just again, just because people don't currently have a thing, that doesn't mean that they don't desire a thing. And sometimes it's not that they haven't tried, but some people are very cautious and they're not wrong to be cautious with some people's dreams and desires. It may be that we tried in one season, but we didn't have all the tools. And now life has given us the tools for that hope, that healthy hope that we've been carrying to come alive in a fresh way, in a new way. Sometimes our try isn't wrong. Sometimes we just didn't have the tools. And life experience can give us those tools to now help that hope and that fulfillment to come alive in our lives. Now, as I was thinking about this, I was like, I know there is a great reference, (laughs) a great scriptural reference um, that will encourage you because hope can be so many things. It can be something physical. It could be something emotional. It could be, it could, I, I would never want to just limit it to one thing. So whatever your hope is, I still believe that this particular passage will encourage you. And it's found in Romans 4 and 18. And I looked at it in different versions. And I'm going to share those with you today. Romans 4 and 18, the first passage of the verse says, Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed. Another version says, For he was past hope, yet in hope he trusted. Another version says, When there was nothing left to hope for, Abraham still hoped and believed. Oh my gosh. If your hope has been deflated, if you think your hope has been non-existent, I want you to ponder on what I just shared. When there was nothing left to hope for, Abraham still hoped and believed. Please, I admonish you, still hope and believe. Those two need to work hand in hand. They need to be functioning together. Hope and belief. Hope and trust. And I would also say in your hope and your belief and your trust, make sure you're doing your part as well. For some things that we are hoping for and believing for, there is still action that is required. There is still work that needs to be done. There are still things that we can put in place. You know, we can't just expect things to fall out the sky. But in our hope to help it stay healthy, if we do our part, that helps it to come into alignment for the fulfillment that we are believing for. Earlier I mentioned relationships and being unmarried or single, whichever term you want to use. 
And the one thing that I like to tell people is to try and be as healthy as and whole as you can. I know that you can't be perfect, but while you're unmarried and while you are single, there are certain things that you can be working on so you can be able to present your best self. Now, I know that some people have met each other in the sometimes not the best stages of life and they've gotten together and it's been absolutely beautiful. But I also know that some people have met people later when they were in a better place in life. And my thing is, for all the things that we desire in others, we need to make sure that we have that in ourselves as well, or at least be working on it. Again, we want the fulfillment, but we also want to do our part in doing the work. I've met people that have high desires, but the desires are for others. My admonishment is to have that same desire for yourself, but also to do the work, especially the heart issues, the pain, the grief, the disappointment, the rejection, the anger, the resentment, all of those things we can be working on now. You know, we can be pinpointing, hey, I need healing in this area. Hey, I need this in that area. And when I think about this electric car from 1914, I know that there were barriers that they had to overcome to get from what I saw in 1914 to what I see today. And on the inside of us, the different things that we work on can alleviate barriers that would hinder people from coming into our lives, that would hinder different relationships from coming into our lives. So it's not just waiting, it's how we wait in our hope and the work that we are willing to do while we hope that I believe positions us for such a beautiful fulfillment, for such an amazing ending, or I should say, fulfillment is the only word that fits right there. You know, there's there's nothing like doing your part and then whatever other pieces coming together and all of these things working in conjunction, it, it just turns into something absolutely beautiful. So I love the fact that we hope. And I pray that our hope remains healthy. But I also pray that we do our part while we hope so that fulfillment can be just an amazing, an amazing moment an amazing journey, an amazing new beginning, and an amazing life. Don't let your hope die because of factors that the world or society says. You only have one life to live. And let that life be yours. Your healthy hope may seem ridiculous to other people. But it's not about them. It's about you. I've, I've shared this with some people because I'm what some people would consider older. But my thought process is even if I get married later, what's, I will be one who's considered getting married later in life. 
If I have 10 amazing years or 20 amazing years or even five amazing years, I will be extremely blessed and extremely happy. Don't allow a time frame to stop you from hoping, believing, wishing, or desiring. Because for me, I believe it will be worth it. And I hope you agree with me and that you believe as well and that you will choose to hope. And for some of you, you will hope again. Thank you for listening to the Tear Talk Podcast. And I hope (laughs) that the next time that you see that a podcast is loaded, that you decide to press play. Thank you for joining the Tear Talk Podcast. You can purchase today's featured t-shirt and learn more about Mashani by visiting MashaniAllen.com. Also, check out her exclusive line of custom journals at bit.ly forward slash the golden scribe.